Bird, do you want to hit Ron? <laughs> I don't think that I, I like. I feel like I'm the least qualified to hit Ron in this chat, and I would put myself below Ron. <laughs> um, I think forcing Ron into a "Why are you hitting yourself?" situation is far more powerful than just letting me regular hit him. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and everything else. Welcome to the Nerd Life Podcast. I bet you thought we were gone. You were right there for a minute, but we're back. (laughs) And I am your host and very best friend, Ryan Brown. With me, as ever, is none other than Christmas J. Birdo. I, once upon a time, I was known as Silverhawk. Well, yeah, that's your... That's your... uh, that's your your battle name. Let's go with that. My battle name. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi guys, it's me. And decidedly not bird, yet not cursed with being Ron. With us also <laughs> is Jordan. Hi. Can can everybody just call me um, Cha Cha for this episode? I don't think that would be appropriate. Ab- I think absolutely. I, I think it's perfectly. I'm in. Not only can you not Cha Cha slide. Excuse me, uh, <laughs> but uh, you're also like star-wise the least lord-like person <laughs> I've ever met. Who, don't, who aren't in the group chat that we are immediately in? Uh, both Jordan and Bird showed up in the group chat today, named Cha Cha. Bird, I have a I have Cha Cha slided in multiple states on the ocean, my friend. I'm, I'm an avid cha-cha slide. Okay. Uh, not even Jesus could cha-cha slide on the ocean. He was limited Jesus to a brisk walk. Jesus was the carnival victory. <laughs> so uh, I don't feel like – I think you're – I think you're forgetting Matthew 17, 26 in which he – the whole chapter is dedicated to him being on the carnival victory. The and whole he chapter. Wa- he was a class clear. on it in seminary. It's oh, a real okay. thing. He was clear about where one could and could not cha-cha slide, and that that was on the note list. So don't don't smooth. come here with that with your falsehoods, Jordan. My bad. My, I take it all back. Come, come correct now. Yeah. <laughs> Change Jordan's name to Jeff, please. Ew, yeah, Jeff. Awful. <laughs> with a G. Oh yikes! Ugh. Ooh, G E O F F. Yeah, like a monster. It's good. I. I think now is probably when we are at the height of our popularity and have audiences of probably millions is the time to alienate an entire name base. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee that not a single Jeff listens to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, not a, I mean, not anymore. Yeah, we're pretty anti-Jeff. Uh, yeah, I guess we did come out very early against Jeff's mm-hmm. with did. a G. Yeah. Um, we took sides before I think it even became an issue. Well, and speaking um, of things that we are all on the same page of being against, with us too is Ron Davis. <laughs> that was a hell of a segue. I couldn't remember. The monster. I couldn't remember if we had introduced Ron yet. Um, well, I mean, so I wasn't was known. Yeah, that's true. Uh, hey guys. Hey gang. 
Hey, bird. Uh, what's what's new with you? Oh man, this is always like this is the hardest thing. I know, and yet uh, you know it's going each to week. We have yeah, and together I, for like months. I'm never prepared. It, Ron, we did this last week. Yeah, bro. You were here. Uh, hey, do you guys remember one. the funny joke Ron said at Bird's wedding where he said, hey, I'll be more available from now on. Yep. Yeah. And, then, and then he immediately dropped in the group chat next time I said, I, can we, for the love of fuck, record? Ron I, said, I am I not available will. for two weeks. I will point out that after Sounds he said accurate. those words, he did honk a bicycle horn uh, in your face and then uh, pedal off on a unicycle. And so God I think damn. that he made it clear that that was in jest. It was totally in jest. Um, that's a good sound. So uh, what was, we can fix that in post, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. What about, so Bird, what's new with you? What's new and exciting in the continuity of Bird? Gosh, uh, nothing at all. What is uh, your current running tally of assholes who have said to you, how's married life treating you? Um, <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Ron, do you want to get in there before the wire? <laughs> no, I'm good. It's, it's high, and I'm pretty sure Ron has asked me. Uh, A couple times, probably. Certain, probably yeah. so. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's I'm fortunate in that uh, the the like wild majority of my friends are currently on this podcast. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so like, I, I don't really get it a lot. I mean, I got it briefly Hello. at work, but I'm not important enough for people to remember that I exist like a week later. Uh, mm-hmm. so for the most part, it's kind of done. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Well, hot damn. Um, well, anything else new and exciting going on? I've started to play Final Fantasy XIV, the massively multiplayer online RPG again, mm-hmm. um, and I spent the entire day from roughly, I'd say from like 6pm almost until we been, began recording, trying to decide if I was going to change my character's race and gender. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did you, what did you decide? I didn't. Uh, you I heard was, it here, folks. I was racked with in, <laughs> I was racked with indecision and yeah. uh, continue to be. Um, yeah, I mean, I asked Iris about it, and uh, she told me to go away, so that didn't help. Hey, I filled out your marriage license with a Superman pen. Did you tell you, Iris that? You did. You made certain that I did. Okay, good. I just want everyone to know... That the official document forever declaring Bird and Iris to be one flesh in the eyes of the Lord <laughs> in the state of West Virginia was filled out with a Superman pen. That's true. Makes them sound um, like a transporter accident. And you, they, I mean, they accepted it. I've received my they marriage did. license. It is official. Um, yeah, it was fresh to death. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. For I those of so. you who weren't present at Bird's ceremony, um, haha, fuck you. Uh, but there was like a hot minute where we weren't sure what was going on so Bird and I basically did like a a little improv nerd life episode in front of of his uh, assembled loved ones that was pretty good yeah that was around the time my mom awkwardly decided that we needed like a runner we needed like the a red carpet equivalent rolled out yeah Uh, 
but she had no plan for it and it was a nice but somewhat breezy day so we had to awkwardly while like everybody is already seated try to get that rolled out yeah but it made for some great physical comedy it it did it was pretty good um now ask somebody with with a cooler life what they're doing well jordan how about you what new and exciting things have been happening in your uh ongoing series like nothing i've been playing a lot of knockout city um that's it that's it man knockout city and work Jordan, oh Jordan, my gosh. God, we, even I know the answer to this one. Come on. Uh, yes, the answer to this one is that you too saw that another ready to rumble boxing game, this one partially occurring in the Rocky universe. Uh, <laughs> well, mine was a different thing, but was that sounds an, fun. Was announced today, um, and we're all going to buy it and, and box each other. Hold up, it. hold up. So, how does this work? Do I do we actually get to box? Is it like a thing where No, it's a vid- it's one of them video games. No, I know, but is it like a controlly video game or is it like a we like strap sensors on and we actually get to exercise? Is it, is it VR? The only the only one of us who could afford that is Ronald probably already has plans for a VR room Davis. Yeah, that's true. Ron with his fucking Italian robot butler. <laughs> Actually, Iris and I do uh, have a small, robot butler. No, uh, <laughs> Oculus Rift fun though. Um, oh, really? Yeah, we have. Uh, after like paying off all of our credit card debt and stuff with the uh, the wedding money we had received, not all of our credit card debt. That that drastically understates how much debt I am in. Uh, <laughs> just what I had accrued from the wedding. Uh, we had like, I don't know, I think like $400 left and that's what oh, it cost damn. to get an Oculus Rift. Yeah. But however, they are currently recalled because I guess the most recent version, the, um, the, the lining around the, uh, the visor is causing certain people with sensitive skin to have a reaction. So it's pulled from shelves and we do not huh. have one. So we're just kind of waiting. Uh, well, we're trying to wait. Some of that money is in Amazon, like, gift card. We had set up, like, an Amazon uh, gift card fund that people could put money on for our mm-hmm. wedding. And uh, sometimes Iris accidentally uses that to buy books and stuff. She sure. claimed it's an accident. I mean, it I no- happens. Accidents I noticed that happen. it's, it's not, the money's not, like, getting put back on the card. It's a beloved accident. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's a happy accident. Uh, I don't particularly care though. She she would like the Oculus Rift more than me. I'm not sure what I'll do with it. I want to play uh, Half Life, Alex. Heard that would nothing be, but good things, you know. That would technically be cool, but the Half Life series is just like a little bit spooky. It is kind of spooky. Um, so I probably couldn't do it. Uh, Iris wants to play Beat Saber. Nothing else. Beats. Oh, is that that game with like a like lightsabers to music? It, yeah, it's it's basically Dance Dance Revolution, but for only Jedi. That's dope. Yeah, Sounds I want to play that too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Of course, you know Ron. Of course, Ron, <laughs> you, you've played it. You've played it, Ronald. I have. Play, I have playing it right now. Well, D- look, if for, it's a Star Wars, I've played it. Probably for seventeen ninety nine for ten minutes, you too can play in Four Horsemen's <laughs> Realidome. <laughs> hey, Ron, are you? Uh, do you have a Realidome? Not yet. 
Not yet. Um, oh. I actually, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but we had right. uh, plans to make a uh, a VR room <laughs> in the store to do exactly what you guys thought. We're going to make oh it look like gosh. the holodeck on the Enterprise. It's wow. You are so predictable. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. I love that this conversation is happening. <laughs> yep, that was going to be a thing. Well, shucks. Uh, what about you, Ron? What terrible things have you done? I, not nothing too terrible. Um, I went to the state fair and worked uh, last week. I'm going back down hold Friday. On, hold, before we go any further, uh-huh. uh, does anyone want to make any jokes about Ron being a carnival attraction? <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> you don't no, get points I, for the easy ones. Yeah. I, I mean, not only is that what she said, but <laughs> I, I, I agree. That, that fruit's hanging a little too low for me. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to make sure. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted to uh put that out there. Anyway, continue Ron. The last uh last we left off, you were working at a carnival. Yeah, I was I was working at a carnival. That's pretty much what I did the last couple weeks. I was swimming in COVID soup. It was great. Oh good. Um yeah. I'm really glad. <laughs> Ron, if you were a carnival attraction, which which one do you think you'd be? Ooh. I don't know. Like an actual, like a like an attraction, or like a carnival barker. Well, not like attractive attraction, but like <laughs> if you were a reason for somebody to attend a carnival, what would that reason be? I can't say that in polite company, and you got to pay five dollars to see it. <laughs> okay. Well, well that just raises questions. Like, you didn't answer anything, but you also didn't like vaguely allude to anything either. It's like. Yep. I don't know. It's completely non-committal. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Well, shucks. Anything else exciting happen, Ron? Um, I believe it or not, boys, are you sitting down? Yes. Yes. Good. Yes. I am going to a concert tomorrow night. What, Journey. Ron? You are just every Journey. every fucking day. You roll the dice <laughs> and be like, "Well, let's see if I can't get that Delta variant." What fucking concert are you going to that's worth your life? Uh, Green Day and Weezer. Ron. Okay, uh-huh. Ron. Yeah. Say it ain't so. No. Uh. It is. That's so. a good. <laughs> did anybody catch it? Did anybody catch it? Yeah, I no, did. I, I was yeah, going to say I that. I said that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, stop it, Ron. (laughs) As someone who needs you to record a podcast, please, for the love of God. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Ron, if you don't make it to October, how will we afford our $80 pizza? (laughs) That's true. Hey, do they have $80 pizza in New York? I thought New York pizza... Oh, yeah, I bet they do. I thought New York pizza was just, like, big and flat. Like well, I, Chicago pizza I, is tall. I think that the the price equation is sort of uh, reversed in New York, where yeah. uh, the cheaper it is and the more unappealing the location you buy it from, the doper the pizza is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, whereas, but I'm sure we could spend eighty of Ron's dollars and yeah. just get like <laughs> pizza. Let's, let, yeah, let's just buy some garbage pizza from the dumpster behind the CVS near our hotel. <laughs> and you know what? I bet it'll be delicious because we will all be so fucking tired. Because that's yeah, how it, it won't works. Matter. That's how it works at a convention, especially a big boy convention. That's true. It is true. Um, it, good stuff. 
the biggest of boy conventions near the Hong biggest Kong, of yeah. boy conventions it's true I mean, I feel like that's a good segue. Don't we have a thing, right? We do. We're gonna go to New. We mentioned it previously, but we are going. Nerd Life is going to New York Comic Con, twenty twenty one. Post the first big post apocalypse convention, theoretically. I, well, mid apocalypse convention. I was gonna say just apocalypse, right? Yeah, just, a quarter. He's kind of in the thick of it. Apocalypse. We're still there, aren't we? That was ambitious, yeah. I think. Um, so here's the thing, though, about this convention is we're still ass deep in Delta variants. Uh, so how are we managing this? Well, I'll tell you. We're all vaccinated, um, all three of us, and then Ron got a syringe full of Kool-Aid injected into himself. <laughs> I was in the control group. Yeah. Um, and then just, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday, they issued that email? It was the day before, right? I think, I think it so. was. Well, anyway, day before yesterday, the uh, New York Comic Con uh, fucking ruling council or whatever emailed everybody and they were like, guess what, dipshits? You can't come anymore unless you are mega vaccinated and can the, prove it with a document. The New York Comic Council. The New York Comic Council, which mm-hmm. is what we will be calling it moving forward. Everyone adjust your notes. Yes. So this is obviously a new thing. Um... And I, I mean, obviously I'm here for that because as someone who recognizes the reality of our situation and believes in science and just doesn't want to fucking die, uh, I appreciate the fact that they are requiring vaccination and, and proof thereof. Uh, and I also appreciate the fact uh, that this is going to piss off all the right people. Yeah. Um, I, I'm hoping, because a very common response amongst the the right people with that capital R um, is that they will never do such and such again and I'm so fucking hoping that's true uh, yeah that would be so great yeah uh, if I could never see another one of them defiling the sanctity of my comic convention that'd be rad as fuck um, surely would no I, I I'm also very excited about this you know I I had an amount of anxiety still about going because the Delta variant, uh, though it doesn't appear to be like lethal within the vaccinated population, is still catchy as fuck. Uh, yeah, it's it's apparently pretty readily transmissible amongst vaccinated folk, mm-hmm. uh, and so that still sort of was making me a little nervy, a little uh, uh, a little nervous about going, uh, and so the idea. Uh, that not only I, I mean the the restrictions that they put in place are pretty intense so if you are 12 or older you must be vaccinated functionally no no excuses uh, to enter the building each day they will be checking your pass if you are younger than 12 or have a an actual like legitimate medical excuse of some kind uh, and not just like a oh I, the fucking Dr. Phil said I ain't gotta uh, but like you know, you have a legitimate, provable uh, medical reason for not being vaccinated. You have to get the fucking rapid COVID test each day before you enter the building. Now, is this? Um, do we know? Is this the rapid COVID test where they poke your fucking brain with a Q-tip? I don't I think so. I I don't know which the rapid test is. I I surely hope it is. 
I want it to be as uncomfortable as an experience for people who don't want to get vaccinated or can't get vaccinated or not not can't but don't want to get vaccinated yeah, you, as possible. You will have to wake your ass up in the morning, uh, get brain poked, and then like wait two hours for your results uh, before mm-hmm, you can enter. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, and I mean I I think that's fair. In addition to all of this, you still have to wear a mask, uh, and they made the. The rules for mask wearing were very clear. Um, you know, they they gave a very specific approved definition of what a functional anti-COVID mask is. You can't wear, you know, sort of the those thin neck gaiters. You can't wear Gross. those weird ass like those those hangy false masks. I, I I see them all over Walmart where like it ties above your nose and then just drapes down and provides absolutely no uh, like means of preventing you from breathing your funk everywhere Mm -hmm, i I mm -hmm. don't know if you guys have seen these uh those are not approved uh like comical mesh masks are not approved yes i have seen Um, people unironically wearing those comical mesh masks yeah i guess just to be a dick i guess so uh none of this is allowed and you will not be allowed to enter the building and if you swap into it and staff sees you goodbye you know what you now, can effectively fuck off. Right. And I'm I'm all about that. You know there are going to be fucking ding-dongs trying to get in with their their faux uh, vaccine passports and, like, putting their mask on just to get through the door and then trying to take it off and causing a fucking scene when they're, you know, kicked out. But uh, ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm delighted to see the rage. Uh, oh, know, for sure. It's uh, a lot of people have a, a lot to say about it, mm-hmm. uh, about their rights uh, being forfeited. Uh, one sure. of my, I think it was Comics Alliance posted on Facebook about this happening. And the fucking funniest, least self-aware response I saw. Top comment, first through the door was some fucking ding dong with like the blue lives matter flag as his Facebook profile (laughs) posting a picture of a, like, so it begins with like a fucking the (laughs) Nazi Germany marching down the street. I was, I was thrilled. (laughs) The lack of self-awareness is almost adorable. It's, not only that, but, like, I was so excited because that guy won't be there. <laughs> and he might have been there otherwise. Now he definitely won't be, and that's good. Um, how – now, one thing I don't think we've considered, what do you think the impact on Punisher cosplay will be? Boy, I hope to God uh, tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, basically, all the shittiest cosplays um, are – gonna be more or less prohibited because as you said in, uh, before we started recording one of their policies also is you can't be in any cosplay that covers your mouth uh, like ineffectively more or less like they have to be able to see that you're wearing a mask you know what I mean right. like, yeah. like your fucking Lycra Deadpool mask is not you know gonna help and so that's yeah. gonna severely cut down on your on your Deadpool cosplays um, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be great. It's going to be it, great. It, it it's going to be obviously great for those reasons. Now it will. It does suck because there are some very like radical involved cosplays. 
um, that will not be, I guess, debutable. Um, but it will be interesting to see. I, th- I think there will be some yeah. fucking masterclass cosplayers that integrate their actual, like, sort of effective COVID mask yeah. um, into the cosplay. And honestly, it really fucking opens the gate for Mortal Kombat cosplays. There you go. Um, sure. <laughs> and just, like, medical professionals. Yeah. If that's a good one. <laughs> a lot of surgeons. A lot of, a lot of ER, like, late 1990s, George Clooney cosplay maybe so <laughs> yeah it's time to it's time to bring it back maybe some dr hurt uh, i don't know i'm oh i have no idea um so yeah this is going to be an interesting experience that's for sure i i i don't know i don't know what to think about uh like do you guys feel like this is going to be because i i mean let's just you know call it like it is Nerd culture is about, I would say it's split like 60-40. 60% being like entitled conservative white man babies. And then the 40 being literally everyone else. So do you think that if other conventions were to adopt similar policies, would it overall hurt um, convention attendance, you think? Well, I think that in, I don't think so. Um, I I, I guess it's tech. Actually, I don't give a fuck. I was going to say it's a bummer they didn't say this out of the gates. Uh, because, like, then it may have stopped some people from buying tickets. But also, fuck those people get vaccinated. Um, but, I, I mean, passes are limited enough this year. I mean, New York Comic Con, of course, sold out. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, the, the number of allowed guests is restricted enough that I, I don't think for the years that it will matter... Um, which may well be the rest of them, as this world apparently has drawn to an end. Um, I don't think it'll really affect attendance, you know, uh, because they're still going to sell out. You know, yeah. uh, if anything, I think it might accidentally cater to a more pleasant uh, comic convention experience. You know, yeah. And uh, and I went actually Steel City Con was this past weekend and the kids and I went and I made oh. sure we were all masked up and sanitized up all the time. But the uh the the majority of people there were not wearing masks. It was entirely frustrating. Like we left a little we left early. Like we didn't even stay the whole time because it was like fuck all this noise. Like I don't know. I I have expressed my befuddlement in the past, but I'll never not reiterate it. Like I don't understand how people who love superheroes can be so fucking selfish yeah and and i mean the the difficult thing as certain states uh maintain sort of a non-mask policy um is that there's no easy way to tell if somebody is vaccinated in fact i think right now the easiest way is to assume that if you have a mask on you're probably vaccinated as fuck and being extra responsible uh, like mm-hmm. I wear a mask everywhere that I go, in spite of technically belonging to the the portion of the population that really doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just I, not being an asshole, you know. I I agree, and I think right now, uh, comic conventions that are not airing on the side of caution and requiring um, masks of their guests are uh, are kind of shitty. Like I, I don't know that I would want to go to one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because they, 
you are unnecessarily endangering not only your guests uh, but your your convention goers. Uh, and the only reason to do that is, you know, to, to fucking sell more tickets. Now, I, I think conventions like New York Comic Con and uh, C2E2 and I, uh, and I think Baltimore Comic Con, though I don't technically know what their mask policies is, uh, have enough clout that they can say, you know, fuck you, get vaccinated if you want to come here. Um, but smaller conventions like, you know, Still City Comic Con, which as I understand is the gentleman who runs that is, is kind of a dick. Mm. Um, yes, I, I, it I'm definitely he, seemed that way. I'm told he's something of like a greedy asshole. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I I think that people who, I mean, we even have that Mountaineer Comic Con coming up uh, that I was tentatively pretty interested in going to, but they've made it very clear that they are not requiring masks, uh, yeah. proof of vaccination, or have any safety guidelines right uh, they were very excited place. about the fact that they weren't requiring masks they were like too excited about it to the point where yeah. you were like okay so this is a whole thing for you i can tell yeah uh and it and unfortunately makes me not want to go yeah. and uh that sucks because uh blake foster and uh, uh michael lasky the the blue turbo ranger and then the uh the guy who played young uh i think rocky, rocky uh you know that's their first convention i believe after their mma fight so i thought that'd be pretty rad to attend uh and see how beat up they look <laughs> <laughs> uh and just ask them questions about the fight which I, I believe we all still intend to watch at ron's store whether he wants us to or not um and uh, now I just kind of don't think I'm going to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, Iris just learned that it was happening. I guess I didn't mention it to her. And she was like, oh, did you know there's a Mountaineer Comic Con? And it's, it's coming up kind of soon. And I was like, yeah, but they've been very vocal about not requiring masks or social distancing or having any guidelines in place to protect their guests. And she just started fucking laughing. <laughs> and she was like, well, I guess that's it for them then. Uh, like, that was it. Obviously, we're not going. You know, and uh, and and it kind of sucks, you know, because I, yeah, uh, you know, our our kid Mateo is not vaccinated. Uh, he's very excited to be vaccinated, but his, you know, birthday's not till December, and uh, mm. you know, so we still have to be pretty careful. Uh, you know, I, I assume that Jordan, you're the same way. I know Millie, uh, you know, is not twelve. She's definitely not twelve. No, so. she she, I I'm starting to think she'll be twelve before Mateo is though. Millie's <laughs> growing. She's growing up too fast. Yeah, man. She's um. She's big. She she, need, she needs to pump the brakes a little bit. She looks like she's seven, <laughs> and, and yet she they just won't. Five. No, not at all. Yeah. Just started preschool this week. It was very emotional. How dare she? Yeah, that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wait until upset. she's about ready to head to fucking college. Yeah, man, that's gotta be crazy. It's gonna yeah, be. Ryan's children worst. are almost older than he is. Um, it's true. It's it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of funny because I was thinking about this um, th- with uh, with our generation specifically. There's there's so few delineations between like age periods in your life. You know what I mean? That, like, it still doesn't register in my mind that I 
am appropriately old enough to have an almost adult child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, wow, that's fucking weird. Like, I'll go pick him up or something, and you know, he'll be like, "Hey, can we go? Can you? Can we go <laughs> driving this weekend?" Hey, Dad, let let me get some of those <laughs> cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that sucks. I'm yeah. sorry that we all have to go through that. Not you, We Ron. do. Not Ron. He's basically done. <laughs> I, I have grandkids, guys. I know. <laughs> what the hell happened there? Well, uh, okay. So your kids, once they re- reach sexual maturity. I... I object <laughs> to this going any further. They were able to fornicate like unto the heathens of old. No. And bear unto you many grandchildren. Well, one. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was, that was enough of that. We're really ending that on a high note. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so conventions i guess we're doing them have, have you guys heard if they're gonna do san diego well, well if they're well, gonna do new york like I right after thanksgiving no it is the hmm. weekend of thanksgiving I, I believe oh shit oh that's not gonna work uh yeah there was unless they've since moved the date they announced uh i think late last year or maybe it was early this year that they would be having their event and it was the weekend of thanksgiving uh which upset very many people now to be fair at this time everybody thought that like surely covid would have you know been defeated by now uh and so it would be in hindsight optimistic well yeah uh and so it would be the first thanksgiving where people could travel again and be with their families and not have anybody be at risk um and so i you know obviously there was there was some outcry about San Diego Comic-Con, arguably the largest comic book convention uh, in the United States, uh, you know, certainly on the West Coast, um, doing this uh, and holding it at a time where, like, families would really just now be able to get together again um, and forcing nerds to choose between conventions and family, which mm-hmm. I guess for some isn't easy. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's Comic-Con Special Edition, and it does take place the day after Thanksgiving through the weekend. Yeah. How odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it is it is an odd decision. Uh, fortunately, I can't afford the plane ticket on most <laughs> to yeah, get to San Diego. So yeah, like, money's been go. a little tight for the past 37 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, no big deal there. Not uh, not not too worried about that one. Uh, honestly, uh, my biggest concern is C two E two, which uh, I guess we're not going to go to this year. Yeah, December's just like a rough sell. It's it'll be cold. It's Chicago. It could be. It could be two feet of snow out there on December tenth. And we're already going to New York. Right, just a couple months yeah. prior. And it, it eliminates... I mean, we typically drive to Chicago, which I cannot imagine us doing safely uh, in December. Um, yeah. I mean, now that we are in the climate apocalypse on top of the COVID apocalypse, it's going to be... I can only imagine it's going to be another fuck you winter. Sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. Man. <laughs> Don't these usually come in threes? So we've got the climate and the COVID. What's next? Well, there's that whole Afghanistan situation. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, that that's a thing. Uh, it surely yeah. is. Fucking fucking ding dongs. Heads are spinning on an axis right now. I know. They, All the COVID experts have to, to like deny. express their Afghanistan ex- expertise yeah. now. Their mm-hmm. foreign policy expertise. Yeah. Uh, it's so. So good. Well, and of course, their uh, their uh, climate change expertise as well. Well, I mean, their expertise is exclusively it ain't real. Sure. <laughs> That's yeah. not a thing. Hey, uh, Australia burned to the ground. So did the Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so also, did California. And so did Oregon. I was going to say, <laughs> just sort of that West Coast thing. And then uh, Texas froze. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's not real. Yeah. Uh, correct. <laughs> anyway, see you at New York Comic Con. Yeah, I'm excited. So, uh, are you guys? Have you guys seen the um, the ads for the Galactic Star Cruiser? Oh, let's oh, have a whole man. conversation about oh, how Disney man. is uh, getting <laughs> real expensive. Yeah, how they're like fucking Westworlding out there. Oh my God, sign me up. I mean, awesome, <laughs> yes, but I will never. Even in my wildest imaginings, be able to. I can't fathom. I can't conceive of numbers that high. Oh my god! I so I was reading about this, uh, and uh, not only this, but Disney's like continued rising or raising of their prices across the board for virtually all of their services, and it is uh, it is intentional. They are mm-hmm. trying to price people out because demand is too high. Yeah. And they, they think the best way to reduce the uh, the number of guests in their parks is to just fucking price out poor folk. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Not yeah, even that'll folk. work. Even like the middle class. It's it's hard. Like a, a five-day Disney I, vacation for a family of four is thousands of dollars. I would like to point out that the middle class are just upper poor folk. That's true. Yeah, that's uh, true. The middle class is virtually <laughs> non-existent. Yeah. What is it a Galactus Star Cruiser is like? I think it, it starts at $4,800 for two people. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it gets up to around six grand if you want to add a couple more people and it's only a two-day oh. thing. Oh, there's... that. You can stay in like the captain's cabin. It's got like this... It, it's just real swanky. So there's different... Uh, different levels that you can stay in um the i think the captain's cabin sleeps eight so oh it, it the price comes way at that at that point it's like 700 bucks a person so that would be the way to go just gotta find eight are, people you know yeah are you i mean are you, is this are you offering <laughs> <laughs> so the the ne- next star wars convention is in may and they're saying that this cruise thing kicks off in spring of 2022. So I'm trying to figure out if this is going to be available before, during, or after um, the Star Wars convention. Hmm. I, just, I don't know. Did you guys also see the news about uh, the changes Disney made to like FastPass? No. Uh, I saw there was something. Yeah. And they call, they're calling it a different name now or, or something? Yeah. They're changing it to like Genie Pass or something like that, and there's two tiers. The first tier works largely like what we're all used to with a fast pass situation. You get into a, a quicker <laughs> which is, line, which blah, is blah, blah, not blah, blah. not a four in one, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the more expensive one, 
um, includes rides like Rise of the Resistance and the new Ratatouille ride in Epcot. And the shitty thing about it is that you can only ride those rides. The only way that you can guarantee that you ride those rides when you visit the park is to buy that more expensive Fast Pass. What? Other, yep. Otherwise, you have to rely on like either getting through the standby line or having success with like the virtual queue system that they have set up for those more um, and attractive attractions. What's so huh. noxious is that Disney is so much better at managing the Fast Pass than uh, Universal is at their equivalents. Because I, when I go to Universal, I always just walk through their Fast Pass line. And no, but like those fucking like college kids do not give a shit. No, Never don't. once is somebody like, hey, hey, did you pay sixty seven extra dollars a day for that? They're just like fucking go, dog. Uh, <laughs> Disney though will kill you. Yeah, they'll send the mouse out. They, I mean, they like, yeah, they scan stuff. They're hardcore about it. Scan that magic band, which also is no longer included in the normal price of staying on Disney property. Oh, come on. Yeah, Disney is fucking wild. (laughs) Yeah. It's getting uh... more and more likely that I'll never get there again. We need to raise the the cost of that Patreon tier. Yeah, well, first we need some patrons. (laughs) But in order for there to be patrons, we need to record, so... It is very funny that our, like, comical, let's just... Let's just put a false value up here and people can send us to Disney is actually not enough. (laughs) (laughs) What did we have it set to? Our goof tier? I I mean, I don't know. uh, But it's not thousands. Nah. And that's the nombre. Well, it's monthly, right? Yeah. So, so there mean, you if, go. If they do it repeatedly. Yeah. Then we can do it that way. Yeah. Maybe we'll make it back one day. No. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> and not when the world is like a blighted wasteland and we go there to live moving right. forward. And the, uh... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, in in the uh, ruins of our once great society. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that I want one of those cool retractable lightsabers. Have you guys seen those? Oh my god, yes. No, what? Bro. They have like a, a lightsaber that, I don't know the, the, the science behind it, the tech behind it, but it looks it looks kind of real. It's kind of bulky. Like, you can, you can tell that it's a little bit bulkier than like the other lightsabers that you can buy in the park. Uh, but it actually retracts, and it looks really cool. I assume it's going to be like $500, but... Oh, I can yeah. only assume, yeah. I'll wink you a video. <laughs> Speaking no, of no uh, videos being linked to me, Ron, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Ron, he's dropped like some kind of oh. saga in the group chat. <laughs> well, like in case something happened, I want, <laughs> yeah, I want you is... guys to tell my story. What are you doing? All right, so I'm I'm sitting like an inch away from this giant ass spider. I actually thought it was part of like this little maleficent uh, uh, pop figure that's on this counter, and I and then the spider moved, scared the shit out of me. Um, so I constructed a uh, an SCU, a spider containment unit, and I disposed of it. <laughs> what did you construct it out of? Uh, it was three markers taped together with a big ball of tape at the end. I see. And, and, and now my, 
That's a tiny ass little crab spider. Oh my god. I don't even like crabs. But now the, the, the SCU is Get strategically them all the placed. It's it's in the bathroom. And if we don't end this recording before my wife finds that, you're going to hear me get the hell beat out of me. Well, Ron, I, I do feel the obligation to inform you. You are substantially bigger than that spider. No, I'm not. Not on the No, inside. I've met you. <laughs> and that yeah, thing huh. is terrifying. You could just, you know... Squish. See, every every once in a while, I'd like would like lift up a leg, like it was going to start some shit, and just put the yeah. leg back down. So no, it had to go. Well, shit. That's it's been dispatched. Well, that's quite the saga. <laughs> yep, you you're should welcome. sell the movie rights. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of movie rights, I saw the movie Free Guy. Oh, I want to see that. Is it good? It's incredible. Uh, like, it. what the fuck? I was like, hey, here's a movie, but it's like, it's Ryan Reynolds being wacky. What if he got trapped in a video game? Waka, waka, waka. And it's like, <laughs> okay, sure. No, I saw this movie, and it was fucking, like, radical. And I mean radical in, like, the literal sense of, like, dis- the, like disarmingly anti-capitalist. Like, the whole movie was a anti-fascist anti-capitalist narrative to the point where i'm like how the fuck did they get this made how did they get this made (laughs) um it was incredible and has lots of like cool video game uh references and has like a shit ton of his ryan reynolds's like a-list buddies and cameos like hugh jackman has a cameo uh channing tatum has a cameo chris evans has a cameo like there's all these like people who are just in it for like one scene as like, hey, I'm your, it's your me, your your fun buddy Ryan Reynolds. Want to come be in my movie for a second? Um, but if you're not familiar with the premise, it's about an NPC in a MMO game who achieves sentience and realizes that he is trapped in a game controlled by uh, uh, a uh, upper class of people, uh, a, a an elite group who have all the autonomy and freedom in their society and can move about and have very little to no restrictions on them. And it's about him rallying the other NPCs to cast off the fucking chains of their oppressors. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking buck wild. <laughs> I can't recommend it highly enough. And at the end, they rebuild society and there's no currency. There's no like occupation, like required occupations. And literally at one point, because in the, in the context of the story, his best friend and his other NPC best friend is like a cop and he works at a bank uh, Ryan Reynolds' character and then the cop best friend is like so where's the bank and he says buddy there are no banks here and the cop sheds his gun and and jacket and they walk off into the sunset I'm like what the fuck (laughs) this movie's amazing (laughs) how seriously how did he get this made Someone at Universal or whatever must have just been like, yeah, sure, Ryan Reynolds, whatever. Will he just do a Deadpool again, maybe? I need to see it. Yeah, you do. I need to see it. I, I honestly didn't expect it to be great, you know? So now that you're giving it a glowing review. Well, I didn't expect it to be great either. Um, I didn't expect it to be good. I expected it to be something I could sit in front of for two hours. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it was that, too. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't even 
fathom how that movie <laughs> got made and it was also good. Uh, and also you get to see Steve from Stranger Things in it. And, you know, that guy's adorable. He is adorable. He is. I would like to see him have a long and fascinating career where he gets oh. to make whatever movies he wants. Speak. Have you guys uh, seen The Resurrection of Brendan Fraser? <gasps> Speaking That's of good angel. boys. He is yes. a good boy. He is a yes. very good boy. Yes, he is. I saw him I, on like, the TikTok the other day. What did he do on the TikTok? Uh, it might not have been originally a TikTok video, but I, I saw him like talking to like split screen with, like I assume, a fan. Yeah. Um, talking about a movie that he's about to be in. So what yes. is it? Uh, he's going to be. He got cast with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and cool. um, shit, somebody uh, else. Another, another big name, Robert De Niro, um, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one of those. Um, so yeah, he's he's super excited to actually get work again, and um, nice. I can't wait. I'll go see anything he's in. Yeah, he is a hell of a guy, and he has had a shit way to go, and he yeah. deserves only good things in life. Also, if you haven't watched Doom Patrol, you absolutely should, because he's goddamn amazing in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what's crazy about that, Doom Patrol, that is, is, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, it's good superhero stuff, but also, like, Brandon Fraser uh, gives a, a fucking stellar performance, and he is acting almost exclusively with just his body and his voice. Like, you can't see his face yeah. at all. Except for, like, in a few, like, maybe, like, two or three flashback scenes. But it's, uh, it's so good. And I am glad that he is finally getting the respect, recognition he deserves. Yep. Yep. It makes me happy. Me too. And he, uh, yeah. He is another one. He's like Keanu Reeves, where he's just like, man, he's a good guy. I just want him to be alright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're two episodes into What If. Um, what do you guys think? I assume you haven't watched it, Ron. Uh, I have watched them both. Believe it or not, hot shit, Ron. I have seen them both. Yeah, man. I told you I was going to have more time, just not to record. You bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Really quick, before what is everybody's? Who is everybody's favorite character from this most recent episode? Go from the most recent episode. Yeah, the Um, Star Lord episode. Um, now. Two things before we get into deeper. This is a just dropped today episode. Are we are we spoiling things? Spoil it. Uh, okay. Okay. Well then, going forward, if you have not watched the most recent episode of Marvel's What If, I guess stop. Stop here. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Podcast okay, go over. Ahead. Um, Thanos. Thanos yeah, was my I, favorite I, character. I gotta say, Reform yeah. Thanos was was a hit for me. Yeah, I loved it. I didn't expect him to pop up at all. It never even oh. crossed my mind that he would be in this episode. And then oh, when he man. did, and just casually everybody was like, oh, remember when you tried to fucking destroy half the universe? Just laughing it off at the bar. Yeah. I loved and that. And then it's, it's like, hey, T'Challa made some compelling arguments about <laughs> the benefits of not genociding. You know, nobody tried to talk him out yeah, of it. I, I was going to say, wait, was that true. an option the whole time? <laughs> Yeah. Was that on the table? Because holy shit. Like, we could just not have done a bunch of trauma to people then if that were the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, 
I guess for me, it, it is Cosmo, the uh, the well, Russian sure. Cosmo. Oh, yeah. oh Cosmo is cool. I I just really enjoy that this time uh, the correct thing was done, and uh, T'Challa took Cosmo with him. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. that poor boy has been not taken on way too many spaceships thus far. It yeah. is true. It's unacceptable, uh, really. Yeah, my I guess my only regret is that we did not get to hear him uh, telepathically communicate. Um, I don't know why Marvel is not willing to hard commit to the uh, dog with a Russian accent speaking mm-hmm. to you with his big brain power. <laughs> but um, we we did, however, get to spend some time with another animal. So we got <gasps> Howard the Duck for a little. Yes. Bit. Oh God, we I did. want a Howard the Duck movie so bad. Well, he's going to show up again. I, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, there's no way they won't. There's no way. Because there's another Guardians of the Galaxy-centric episode uh, this what? season of What If. I don't know. It's because there's that... Um, you, you saw the production images of Gamora wearing Thanos' armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's at least one more Guardians-themed episode. I'm sure he'll show up in that, too. I wonder yeah. if it'll be in that same alternate universe since we kind of get a teaser at yeah. the end. See, that's the thing is, is I'm like, they introduce like same thing with the Captain Carter universe. Like, I wanted, I want to see more stories. Good job, assholes. Now I want to know more about this universe. Mm-hmm. And they're not mm-hmm. the same universes, obviously. Yeah, I, I felt the the same, uh, even more so. I think about the the Captain Carter episode because mm-hmm. I, I feel like. The end of that episode, just sort of like the end of the first Avenger, is really where Captain America's story kind of begins. Yeah. Uh, and so I really wanted to know. It's like after that shit is yeah. what I it, like. That's where it really changes. I mean, the the Captain Carter episode was almost beat for beat, just first Avenger, but uh, changed the roles of some folk around. Uh, in fact, until you get the Hydra Stomper showing up, it really is just kind of the same, except. Peggy uh, mm-hmm. gets the super soldier serum. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that one especially we would benefit from seeing more of because it was it was very cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, these characters to some degree are going to show up uh, again. Hopefully. Um, I, I think it would be... I think what I hope happens is that from here on out, Marvel takes the, I guess, the good ones, which mm-hmm. presumably will be all of them, uh, and uses this to re 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 reintroduce the what if comic series, uh, the imprint, and uh, just continue the stories in print. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I would enjoy that. Would be fun. Um, that would be fun. Although, did you? Oh, here's the thing. I was I noticed. Or I, I was thinking about like for all the hullabaloo online about Dave Batista not being Drax. He had like two lines in this. Yeah, he just takes a selfie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it didn't, what didn't it, really matter. Honestly, I, I assume it was only because they began to produce this prior to uh, the Batista debacle. Uh, I guess it was really more of a James Gunn debacle um, that they even used Drax because they could have put anybody at that bar. Uh, it's not like he played an important role. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I don't. I don't know the character's name or the actor's name, uh, but uh, the black guy who says "who" whenever. Wow. Oh, that's uh, Korath the Pursuer. Yeah. Korath, played by 
I can't pronounce his name, but I can spell it. Jimon Hensu, Jim- I think. Hansu. Yeah. I love that he had a, a, a huge role in the episode. Yeah. And he he was great. He was like the super excitable fanboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do like the juxtaposition of his his role or his relationship to Peter Quill as Star Lord uh, versus T'Challa as Star Lord. I would like to have known. I mean, it wasn't enough to be a, an issue for me, but I would like to have known how T'Challa arrived at the name Star Lord. Yeah, me too. Me because too. Peter got there, you know, from the letter from his mom, but uh, is it is there something else that we just don't know about? <laughs> I, I mean, my my assumption was just that, uh, I mean, because Chala is literally royalty, right? Yeah, uh, that it's just a nickname that Yandu produces mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. The better nickname is Cha Cha. That is true. Yeah, which is why I took it as my own. Yeah, wow. I was sad we didn't see Gamora. It's just weird to see her with hair, right? I didn't, I didn't well, even know it was her until I said her name. Her name, yeah, that was Nebula. Um, no, Ron said it was weird not to see Gamora. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Although, yeah, it was weird to see Nebula with hair uh, because when we were watching it, Willow was like, "Why does she have hair?" <laughs> and I said, I, "It's because Thanos turned into a chill dude and didn't turn her into a, a war cyborg." Well, she was she was briefly a war cyborg, and then Willow was like, "Oh, that makes me sad." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Willow was wait was sad uh, that she that Nebula had fewer traumas and cybernetic implants. Or was yeah, that that that, that the main that the main Marvel MCU six one or not six one six, but the MCU uh, Nebula does have all these traumas. At the at the end, both my kids were like, "Well, it seems like this universe is just better." Yes, uh, definitely. But I, I I think that's fair. Uh, I I this one I think was between. That, I mean, we have two episodes right now, and I do think that this one pushed the envelope of uh, how drastically the the entire world can change, mm-hmm. or in this case, universe from. Uh, from flipping it was also kind of hilariously low-key disrespectful to peter quill the star lord uh <laughs> but that's because, okay <laughs> right uh just because you know chala steps into the role and you know the ravagers become a force for good which we do see in the guardians you know series of films that they always sort of had the potential for and to some degree uh had been prior to that i mean the 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 other ravagers that we see uh like starhawk and so on at the end of guardians of the galaxy 2 make it very clear that sort of the uh the criminal behaviors of yondu's ravagers are yeah you know well outside what they are supposed to be doing they are supposed to be very robin hoodian mm-hmm. uh and uh you know so we know that the that the ravagers Yondu's Ravagers always had the potential to be brought back onto the right path, that they always could have been good. Uh, but Peter Quill just is kind of such a fuck-up and such a goober that he never quite pushes them there. Yeah. Uh, you know, he is a... He is a reluctant hero, uh, and he's not, he's not entirely competent. Uh, you know, so if you put somebody like T'Challa there... Uh, I mean, the, the, the face of the universe changes in a way that I, like uh, your children pointed out, 
was just so much better. Yeah. Uh, even at nice. the end when uh, Ego shows up to like bum ass, you know, janitor at a McDonald's, Peter Quill, or actually I guess it's probably Dairy Queen, um, and is like, hey, son, and then the watcher's like, well, could this mean the end of the world? I was like, fucking no. What? <laughs> Black Panther Star-Lord with Thanos and like a redeemed Ravagers crew and Nebula, like they're going to beat the fuck out of, <laughs> out of Eco. It's not even, it's not even close. Uh, you know, there's, there's no way. Um, I, I am interested to see though, like what did Thanos do with the, the infinity gems? Uh, mm-hmm. or I guess he, he never gathers them, but, uh, why did he stop? Where's the gauntlet? Like, where is all that stuff? Well, see, here's the thing: is obviously like the purple stone. You they they show you the the power yeah. stone. But did you now. notice that the that the this story takes place in 2008, before like effectively the birth of the MCU? Because it said at the beginning, it said Wakanda 1988, and then it said when it flashes forward to him as an adult, it says 20 years later. So it wasn't even like it was pretty. I mean, maybe Thanos was talked out of it before he ever made any real progress. I, well, yeah, but I, mean, he, I guess that's true. But surely Thanos would be like, "Hey, we should probably get those anyway." But they, but yeah. they said that. I mean, they even said that uh, they were trying to get that stone for Ronan in our universe. That Ronan was working for Thanos. So yeah, why so was, he was Ronan after the stones? Well, because he was always kind of a fuckface. He was always kind of a genocidal dickhead. But now but now he just didn't have someone bankrolling him. He was just sort of uh, dickheading yeah, that, on his own. That, Do you think uh, uh, that version of Ronan is like a religious extremist? Yeah. Do you think this version of the collector got buffed before or after Thanos stopped Thanos in? Uh probably after, right? Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, I would say the saddest cameo is probably of Korg's severed arm. Yeah, <laughs> Poor guy. like how fucking dare you? How dare you, sir? That was sort of my thought too. It was just kind of like you harmed that perfect why? angel. <laughs> like I understand that this is just supposed to be a playful moment, but it is the most psychologically damaging thing that you all have done thus far. Um, like I felt nothing. Like when I saw Cap Shield and all the other weapons uh, hanging out in that little, like, containment unit. I was like, eh. Cap shield is <laughs> stolen from him, like, every 36 seconds. That's fine. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. hasn't used that shield? Like, I I felt nothing. Uh, we only was in there, too. But Korg's severed arm? Rough. Yeah, yep. I cannot imagine that version of the, even that version of the Collector taking fucking Mjolnir, so we, I just have to assume that this is the Thor was not worthy at the time. <clears throat> well, I mean, if, again, if it was 2008, it was before the worthy enchantment was put on it. So probably, uh, I don't know. Maybe he stole it from. Uh, I mean, who fucking knows? Because he had Hela's uh, mantle. Yeah, maybe Asgard's just wiped out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. More questions that we will never have answered. Uh, yeah, that's fucking wild. Thanks, yep. Ron. <laughs> Can't you just get your shit together, Ron? No, probably not. That's awesome. I mean, goddamn it! <laughs> well, anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, 
thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us, the two of you that did. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to record more regularly, but, you know, don't get your fucking hopes up. But until next time, this is me, your very best friend, saying go like and subscribe. Go listen to our past episodes and share them with your friends and, and enemies. Uh, be, become a terrible foe to those around you. Um, and go visit our Patreon and send us to Disney World. What, like, like you can't afford it? Come on. Think about someone besides yourself for once. Anyway, until next time, dear listener... Stay handsome. <clears throat> Podcast over. It, you ha- you have the one the thing, Ron. Yeah, Ron, you got to hit the thing. Um, hit the button, Ron. I'm looking for it. It's, there it is. Found it. <laughs>